today, the content could be a little more mature for audiences. So please, ask someone before listening to this video. It's mature and may be uncomfortable for some viewers. Viewer discussion is advised. Be cautious. This is more for adults. Or for those who get permission. Welcome, welcome back to Creepy. Nope, too cheerful. And welcome back to Creepy True Things Tuesday. That's right, I talk about creepy true things. And I promised you all... Nope. Grand Duchess Anastasia... Nikolovi of Russia. That's right. Well, we are talking about the famous Anastasia. Okay, let's see. She was born in Russia. Uh, the date says June 1901 to July 17th, 1918. And was the youngest daughter of Okay, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Nicholas II, the last servage of Imperial Russia, and his wife, Alexandria. I am not saying the other names because I cannot pronounce them. I will say them wrong. I have tried to listen to them repeatedly. Still don't get it. President rumors of her possible escape circulated after her death, fueled by the fact that the location of her burial was unknown during the decades of communist rule. The abandoned mine serving as a mass grave near Yankerstichburg. Well, I am sorry if I pronounce anything wrong. You can correct me if you want. Or tell them, like, this is how you pronounce it which held the uh, remains of Nicolol's, his wife and the three of their daughters, was revealed in 1991. You know, I thought this was really old. This wasn't as old as I thought it was. Dang, I didn't realize it was like 1901. I was born in 1994, so, like, it's just hitting me that, like, this isn't that as old as I thought it was. For some reason, I thought this was much older. Even though I know, like, when I first heard of it, but now I'm like, oh, yeah. Their daughter was revealed in 1991. These remains were put to rest at Peter and Paula Forestry in 1998. The bodies of... Alexia and the remaining daughter, either Anastasia or older sister Maria, was discovered in 2007. Her portrait survival has been conclusive to disapproved. Scientific analysts, including DNA tests, confirm that remains are those of the imperial family, showing that all four ground duchesses were killed in 1918. 
This is so sad. So if you all want to click out now, I will let you. But by the title, you should know this is not a happy case. Several women falsely claim to be Anastasia, the best known imposters. Anna Anderson. Okay, that is not who I am. It's the same name, not the Anderson, just Anna, which is a basic name. Anderson body was created upon her death in 1984, but was cremated. Okay, Anderson's body was cremated upon her death in 1984, but DNA testing in 1994, oh, death in 1988, 1984, 1984, and testing in 1994 on available pieces of Anderson's tissue and hair showed no relation to the Romanoff family. 19 years later, all of the bodies accounted for. The mystery, mystery seemed to be over until the Russian Orthodox Church reopened the case in 2015, claiming that the scientific investigation had been mishandled. Perhaps the church, like movie fans, preferred to maintain the hope of a happier ending, that the dark one that most historians now accept. Facts about Anastasia. Considering it was never known if she was alive or dead, many women have said they were actually the youngest daughter of the Romanov family. While some of these women resemble her through DNA testing, they have all been proven to be lies. It is well known that Anastasia was in fact the last Romanov to be left alive before she was executed. That is largely the reason as to why so many claim to be her imposter. Even though she is enjoying some luxury time in the photo above of the photos, the children of Alexander had to follow a strict lifestyle. They did not have new clothes or soft beds, and they could not even enjoy a hot bath. They were thought to be resenting and that meant no comfort. Through World War I, Anastasia, although she was too young to help as a nurse like her sisters, did what she could to help the soldiers and innocents who were wounded. She was a constant visitor and even tried to boost their moral. Unfortunately, Anastasia was not immune to health issues, although um, burners are not the worst thing to suffer from. She also had a bad back, and it was said she also had helophoma. I don't even know how to pronounce that. Unfortunately, Nicholas, Nicholas and Alexander were very bad rulers. It was because of this that their children were subjected to many outcomes that their parents wore. They did not care about the people, only about the wealth, and because of that, it meant a cruel fate for them. So this is what I found online, and a lot of historians believe they were overthrown because they weren't doing a very good job. I wasn't there. So if you know anyone who was there, like, in real life, let me know. I'm curious. 
After Nicholas II abdicated the throne, abandoned, I'm not really sure how the, oh, the throne on March 15, 1917, he and his family, his wife Alexandria, son Alex, and four daughters, Olga, Tatiana, Maria, and Anastasia, were taken captive and eventually moved to a house in the Roll, roll Mountains. In the cellar, they and four of their servants were executed by a Blokashov firing squad on July 17, 1918. However, no bodies were immediately found. Moreover, reports from Russia were so unclear that the Dagger and Press, who had found refuge in Creamy, doubted the news of her family's death. Even the executors later accounted were so muddled as to invite speculation. Some claimed that the daughters survived the first rounds of firing, having been protected from the bullets by drilling secret zone into their corsets. Some reports have said that Anastasia was the one who came up with that idea, so they had money and things to do in case they got out of that situation. And it was also said that she was very... I think she was a little ahead of her time. Like, she reminds me of, like, a superstar, a social media star, a person who, like, was just, like, adored having, like, everyone watch her, wanted everyone to pay attention to her. She played jokes. She was outgoing. She was very, like, jokester. Some people said she was kind of bad. And some people said she would, like, uh, when they played games, she would break the rules and get upset if anyone said anything. I find it interesting how, like, she kind of played that in her favor. And that's why some people believe she was less than two have been killed. Is because the guards actually liked her. I mean, not liked her enough to keep her alive, but liked her enough to keep her the last one. Um, some claim that the daughter survived the first rounds of firing. Yet, with such sensation accounts of the murders and the aftermath of the revelation, anything seemed possible. Romania and Romanvin imposters straggled up all over the world in the unassuring decades after fantasizing tales of escape. The most famous claim was Anne Anderson, who was remained in the German courts for more than 30 years until a 1970 ruling declared no conclusion evidence proving she was or wasn't Anastasia. Anderson's story inspired the French play on which is the 1956 film and the 1997. So the film and the animation were both based on the real Anastasia and what Anna Anderson was saying. And poor Anne Anderson. I felt actually, I hated her at first and then I felt bad for her. And now I'm like, dang girl, this is so confusing. How do I feel about you now? Because after you hear what happened to her, you're like, oh, okay. There's a film called Anastasia. 
Disney now owns it, but it was originally produced by 20th Century Fox. Disney now has it. So I don't know if she's going to be considered a Disney princess officially or not. The mystery took an interesting turn in the late 1990s when scientists using DNA evidence identified the bodies found in the 1970s as the wife and three of his daughters. Yep. Alexa and one of his sisters, however, were not among those found. So that's how it became like, oh, maybe she survived. Maybe her brothers survived. Okay. I'm... In 2007, the two missing bodies were found. Yeah, that was so sad. I was so like, no, that's not fair. But I also grew up kind of knowing this. So, like, it wasn't as big of a mystery to me. Because uh, I was like, okay, yeah. I get the sensation, though. I feel like because of this mystery, Anastasia is still talked about in 2021. And yes, she died that day, but did she really die? She became so sensationalized. There's a movie about her. TVs talk about her. The American Horror Story actually had like a scene with her in it. Like she is still relevant to this day. And it's really ironic to me because it's like, Dang, like, yeah, she may have physically died, but she lasted. Like, it's one of those, like, they're famous for the way they die. But at the same time, like, we know who she is. I don't think without the story, I would know who she was. Like, without the movie and catching up on it and then looking through it in high and middle school and high school. I don't think I would have had a clue of who she was, what she was. I don't think I even heard of her until that movie. And then I heard about Anna Anderson through looking up the movie because someone's like, oh, it's based on true events. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like, this is just, they're like, nope, real. And I'm like, okay, I need to go look this up now. And yeah, what happened to them was disturbing. 19... 1990 years 90 years later all bodies accounted for the mysteries seem over until yep well often described as gifted and brilliant she was never interested in the reaction of the schoolroom according to her tutors um lady in waiting lily and anna described anastasia as lively, mischievous, and a gifted actress. Her sharp, witty remarks sometimes hit sensitive spots. Her proper survival has been disapproved. Scientists uh, include DNA testing confirmed that the remains are those of the imperial family. Um, several women claim, yep, Ann Anderson, okay. Hang on. I know I could do this in the same part, but I, I just felt so... Okay, 
Anne Anderson handwriting was pronounced identical with Anastasia's, and medical experts found 70% of similarities between her ear and the real Anastasia's. However, after her death, it was discovered she was not. So here's the thing. Anne Anderson was in a psych ward, and someone said, you look like Anastasia. Okay, let's see. In the early 1922s, a fellow psychiatric patient claimed that the unknown woman was Grand Duchess um, Anastasia, one of the four daughters of Nicholas. On her release, um, told Russian Captain Nicholas Van Swoch that she had been seen at Dovdred. Okay, holy cow. Visiting the asylum and accepting the woman. To visit the unknown woman, including um, a bunch of family members that I cannot pronounce for the life of me. Eventually, a former lady-in-waiting to the, um, the girls. Uh, uh, visit the asylum. On seeing the woman declared she's too short for Anastasia and left convinced the woman was not a Russian Grand Duchess. A few days later, the unknown woman noted I did not say I was. A nurse um, claimed years after the patient was released from the asylum that the woman had told her she was another daughter of the um, Russian Apelier Duchess. Anastasia in the autumn of 1921. However, the patient herself could not recall the incident. Her big agathy either ignored or claimed or waved it into their narrative. So what people were saying is you look like Anastasia. You have the same handwriting. You don't have any memory. You have scars. What happened to you? And there is a movie about Ann Anderson herself. And the thing was, she uh, threw herself over a bridge and survived. So because of that, she doesn't have any memory. She doesn't know who she is, where she is, where she's from. And when all these people are like, hey, hey, you're her, you're her. She's probably scared to death and like confused. I'm probably like, sure, yeah, I'm her. I don't know. Like, uh I don't know who I am, so I could be, but I didn't say I am. I really don't know who I am. And typically when you're in asylum, they, it, it becomes complicated from what I understood. And here's the thing. I think Ann Anderson may not have known who she was when all of this was being claimed and told to her. And who knows, maybe she thought she was because people kept saying she was. They were identified of, okay. Trying to find. Anderson's, yeah. So from what I understood, Ann Anderson was actually working in a factory, I think in Germany maybe, and a bomb or something blew up and she had scars from that and between the impact and then trying to jump off the bridge 
she lost her memory. And sometimes when you have like traumatic stress like that, you try to forget without even realizing it. You're like, I don't want to remember this. And like apparently the way she was working, it wasn't really good and she didn't really have like a great life. And I think that's why she was at the bridge. Um, a lot of people thought she was Anastasia. Five years after the original testing was done, yep. And, you know, she claimed she was. And it was interesting because I felt kind of bad after hearing, like, all that happened to her. Because apparently a lot happened to this woman. I don't remember every single little detail, even though I've spent hours looking this up. But I don't know if they have every little detail about her life beforehand other than like she was working at a factory, it blew up, she had some maybe abuse in her life. She was at the bridge, survived it, was in an asylum. And dang girl, like you survive all that and you're still alive? Okay. I mean you have some resilience, I will give her that. I'm not saying go around pretend you're people you're not, but I'm also not saying she, I don't know if she ever said she was. She might have said, I don't know who I am. And people just kept saying, oh, you're her. Like sometimes that happens in stories. I was watching um, Buzzfeed Unsolved Mysteries and there was like a Bobby Dunbar case and that was just I think it was Dunbar. There's a case about a boy who got lost and then he might have been switched with another boy and it was like a whole nother case that we would talk about someday. Okay, so Rasputin, who killed him? Yes, he is a part of this story. Pittsburgh, 1916. He was a monk. He was poisoned. That's all I got because I haven't finished it yet. I might finish it and tell you all the rest. I'm not sure yet. I... The only thing I remember about Resputant is from the movie. And people thought he was getting too close to the king. Or the duchess or whatever they're called. And they thought they were getting too, too close to the royals. And so... I was like... Hmm. Okay. I will tell you this, though. Spoil alert. The movie? So much nicer. The movie? She ends up alive. A boy who was a servant who opened a door, helped her through it, and her and her grandmother survived. But Anastasia lost her memory and ended up in an orphanage asylum thing. I don't know exactly what they called it. Because like, it was like kind of confusing the way they were saying it. And this bully wants to like say, oh, she's Anastasia, even though he's like, yeah, Anastasia, I don't know who she, where she is or if she's alive or whatever. Even though he was the bully. And so they dress her up in fancy clothes, teach her memories. And there's some things in her memories, they're like, we didn't teach her that. And they're like, yeah, I know. 
what is going on? His name is Dimitri. And they're like, and she finds a dog. She literally, the first day she turned, I think, 18 or old enough to go, I don't know what age it is, in Russia to be on her own. She could go, I could go here and start this job and be whoever this is. Or I could take another turn. And it was like literally two paths. And then she finds a dog and the dog like kind of pulls her into one path. And she finds Dimitri. I don't remember the guy's name. Oh my goodness. I've seen this movie like a thousand times and I still don't remember his name. I love the movie. And if it wasn't for the movie, I wouldn't have looked up the real story. And was I hoping she would be alive like the movie? Yes. Was I hoping Ann Anderson was her? Yes. Is it historically fact? No. Everyone kind of was hoping and I think it's just so sad to hear like any kind of like death like that it's just like ugh but in the movie they teach her things just up her and Dimitri fall in love they finally get to the Grand Duchess like cousin or relative or assistant or both and they're in Paris so I think they went from either Russia or German. I don't know where they were in the beginning. I'm pretty sure it was Russia. They ended up in Paris, France. And, like, she was so upset because she didn't know Dimitri was using her. And the grandmother kind of bumps into her. And they realize that she is the real Anastasia. I'm not giving every little detail because you can go watch the movie on Disney Plus or on other platforms. And I'm not giving you the ending. <laughs> but so I could say it's like a mixture of both the real Anastasia and Ann Anderson's life. I would love to hear a little more about Ann Anderson's life to why she got to the point she was. Like make that another cartoon. But I mean, I guess since it's a mix, it's okay. I think the reason we all were rooting for her to like be alive is because it's just so sad and sometimes you want these mysteries to be like yes they're alive they're okay and then when you find out like yeah they died at the same time you're like oh did you have to ruin that for me it's like the black dahlia we all want to solve it but what if it's just kind of sad and like exactly who we think it is and it's kind of like oh okay you're right this whole time you'd be it's like one of those oh shake your head i mean you're glad it's solved but at the same time you're just like a little disappointed but i have to say i'm sorry to those who have lost the loved ones in this case or in any case I'm glad they finally solved it all those years later. And I'm glad the movie came out because without it, I don't think I would have even known who it was. And someone telling me it's based on a real person definitely helped me out. I'm gonna try to watch a little bit of what the heck happened to Rasputin, but I'm probably not gonna talk to about it on my podcast because I actually don't know much about him other than what was in the animation and that he died and that's what started this whole problem 
literally, I think that's what happened. If I'm wrong and you're Russian or you know the story or new people, please let me know because I would love to actually hear if like some of the facts that we have are wrong or right or if there's more to it than just what we think. But I hope you all like this creepy true things Tuesday. I, next week, will try to do... I'm gonna do... Oh boy. I'm gonna try to... Not next week, but I am gonna try to do a case on the girl that Inver Alert is made after. I'll talk about the Jack the Ripper next week. Who should I do next week? Let me know in the comments below. Should I talk about Bloody Mary? Should I talk about like a historian creepy thing? Should I talk about, cause I've read about it and then I got disturbed about the French Huguenots because dang. Uh, I was surprised by that one. And do you feel like when you hear a case that's closer to home, does it freak you out more? Or does it like, eh? Cause like, I feel like if you're closer to people or are like, could be related to them, you're like, oh, this is like really creepy and really disturbing. But when you hear like a case and you're like, well, I'm not related to them, but I'm interested and I'm glad that like people got closure. But I feel like when it hits home, it hits you even harder. Or is it just me? Like, even though the Amber case, even when I was a kid, I would cry at it. It was like, boom. Just like Adam Walsh. Which is another case I will talk about. Yay. I say yay because there is no closure yet. And I want there to be closure so bad. I mean, if we could close the case on whether Anastasia was still alive or not, can we please solve some of these other cases that are newer or older or like, could we do something with these cases that haven't been solved yet? I hope we can work on that. But also, I'm just trying to talk about true history things, and this is a history thing. But I would suggest go watch the movie about Anastasia. The movie's cute. It's a cute animation. It's a little romantic. It definitely always had, like, a Disney presence. Even though it wasn't Disney. Also, if you can find, and I don't know if it's still on YouTube, I'm gonna look it up probably after this, Ann Anderson's story. I think there was a whole like documentary movie thing on her and it's been so long since I've watched it. I tried to find it the other night and I don't remember if I fell asleep trying to find it or if it was taken down or if it was just like, Eh, we're not interested in her anymore because she wasn't Anastasia. So, if you want to hear more about her, what happened to her, I think there's like a documentary on it. I'm trying to listen to something about what happened with Rasputin. 
because he played a bigger part in this than I ever thought he did. And it's weird because, like, he was the bad guy in the movie. And it's like, was he a bad guy? I don't know. In real life. I really don't know. Like, I haven't really heard that much about him until now. So it's kind of just like, how did I not hear about him until now is beyond me? Okay, I hope you all like this. I will try to give you a heads up. Tomorrow, I believe it is podcast for my kids channel so you can go check that out I do my book land on Saturdays I do find a new show Friday maybe Mondays I forget what I do Thursdays might do kids podcast on Thursdays I don't remember okay have a good one